When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of The Narcissist Code. I'm your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, better known as Mental Healers, across all social media platforms. Over, over 2 million people right now, y'all. It, it, it's insane. If this is the first time you seeing my face or hearing my voice. I am a diagnosed narcissist, and I use my platform on social media to raise awareness for NPD, get more people into therapy like myself, five years strong, and also validate the victims and survivors and the thrivers of this personality disorder and of these traits. You know what I mean? Everybody's not a, a full-blooded narcissist. Some people just have a lot of traits. So today's episode is going to be about narcissistic rage and the implosion that comes along with it. So me as a diagnosed narcissist, y'all, rage is like, nar- narcissistic rage is common, but not all narcissists rage out on you, y'all. The more covert, passive-aggressive narcissistic people, they tend to give you the silent treatment and to just stonewall you and act like you don't exist. But the the, act, the more active, aggressive narcissistic people rage out on you. They yell, they scream, they intimidate you, they get in your face, they punch holes in the wall, they throw stuff at you, they put their hands on you, they you know, they start raging out on Facebook and social media. They paint you as a bad person. They paint you as an evil person that makes them, that triggers them to react this way. You make me treat you this way. But the best way that I describe narcissistic rage is this right here, y'all. Narcissistic people, like we are super self-destructive. We just are, y'all. In the pursuit of what we look at as happiness, we self-destruct ourselves all the time. We destroy everything around us because we implode on ourselves. Narcissistic rage is like an inner implosion typically caused by some kind of outside catalyst or whatever something something if something from the outside world makes us implode inside and we we implode it's like a nuclear bomb that goes off inside of us and everything around us the closer you are to us you get you get caught in the fire you get caught in the flame the the, the closer you are in proximity to that narcissistic person when they rage out the worse you get treated which is why the family members are typically the people who observe and are recipients of the narcissistic rage. Because the blast radius for rage is not going to be a huge, most times it's not going to be a huge blast radius. If I blow up in this shed right here, my family who is in the house next to me might get caught in the blow and get caught in the blast because they're close to me. That's why the people closest to the narcissistic person, you get a different version of the narcissist. Why the narcissist, nobody else sees through this facade except for me. Y'all didn't start documenting stuff, y'all. I'm not telling you to pull your camera out. Every time they started yelling and screaming, do this right here, because that can make them matter. I'm telling you, just lay it on the ground. Hit the record button. Or get you, little, get you one look like like a, a spy or something. Like, get you a little recorder when they're raging out and saying crazy stuff and throwing stuff and hitting the wall and craziness. You know what I mean? Because narcissists, we like, yeah, narcissistic people, we feel the full spectrum of emotions. I just don't want to feel it. Because anger, actually, yeah, honestly, sometimes raging out feels good. I know it might it might trigger some of y'all, but sometimes narcissistic people, when we rage out, we feel good. We feel so powerful in the moment. And I talked to my therapist about this. Like, I feel good sometimes when I'm raging out. When I'm yelling and screaming sometimes, I feel good. And she was like, mm-hmm. So what you, so when you're yelling and screaming, what are you what are you saying when you're yelling and screaming? Like the last time I raged out was probably I think, you know, the last time I raged out, I was saying stuff like, um, 
I was like, nobody in the house listens to me. Nobody appreciates the stuff I do. Y'all just do what you want to do. Nobody appreciates me. It's like, so you see, right there, you were, you were feeling underappreciated and you felt like nobody was listening to you. Instead of talking about it, you let it build up and you explode it. But when you said, when you're yelling and screaming, guess what? People were listening to you, wasn't you? You felt heard, didn't you? Like, yeah, that's why you feel like, that's why you felt good because you're, you were getting your needs met. In that moment of rage, you were getting your needs met that you could have got it met before by having a, a, maybe a, a, a tumultuous, maybe not a pleasant conversation. You could have got those needs met before, but you let it get to the point where you raged out. You let it get to the point where you raised up. Well, you could have had a conversation before. You let it boil over and bubble up to the point where you had to rage out to get your needs met. It shouldn't be that way. A lot of narcissistic people are trying to or lacking. They're trying to get a need met, and they don't know how to communicate any other way. Because guess what? The other emotions make narcissists feel vulnerable, and vulnerability is weakness. Vulnerability to narcissistic people like myself, we look at vulnerability as weakness. So when we're raging out, we don't look, we feel big and strong. You know what I mean? We like, ah, you get it out your system. You get in your needs met. You get in the validation that you've been searching for. Because a lot of times, narcissistic people, when they're raging out, they're searching for some type of validation from you. They're looking for validation for their life, for their actions, for in that moment right there. And she's like, you're looking for validation. And sometimes, look, sometimes they're not looking for, sometimes they're looking for the validation that they're looking for. They can't get from you anyway. The validation they're looking for, they want to be validated by the world, being rich and famous and successful, super successful, and things like that. You know what I mean? They're looking for that type of validation right there. You know? They're looking for that type of validation right there in that, in that moment. They're not looking for the validation of you right then and there. They're looking for the validation that the world, only the world can give them. That's why I tell people consistently that no one person will be enough for a narcissist. They just won't. You know what I mean? But here comes the question. Believe you're married. Is your wife not? A Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Enough for you? Your wife not enough for you, Lee? Yeah, my wife is enough for me because I can enter, I can, I, I'm better at validating myself now. I don't need validation from multiple women and things like that. Most narcissistic people cannot validate themselves. Inner validation is, is hard to come by, and I, I still... To this day, have trouble validating myself. I still sometimes feel like I'm not doing enough. I stay up late at night because I feel like I'm not, I haven't accomplished enough in the day. I'm up to one o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning. Just, and then I wake up late the next day and start my next day off late because I couldn't go to sleep the day before. So it's just, it's a cycle, y'all. It's cyclical. You mean, and the only person that can put a stop to the cycle is me. The only person who can put a stop to that cycle in your narcissistic person's life is that narcissistic person. You can't do it. You don't have the ability to do that. I know a lot of people don't want to hear that. They're just like, well, Lee, I don't, well, Lee, what, what's going on? But like, I, 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 want to, I want to help them. I want to save them. You can't because a lot of times you're the outlet. You're the, you become like the closer you are to a narcissist, you become the emotional punching bag for the narcissistic person. It's like the narcissist is throwing emotional punches. Like you see my range right here. I got my arms held out. If y'all on my podcast, my arms are being or extended in front of me right here. This is my range of reach. This is my reach right now, right here, Al. This is my reach right here. I can only reach so far. But the closer you get, the more apt, the more, the more capable I am of, of reaching you. 
not physically, but emotionally. Like the closer you are to me, the more emotional reach I have. Uh, the more you are now in my emotional reach. So now you you are in range to become the emotional punching bag. That's why y'all. That's why people closer to a narcissist get treated the worst. They just do because now you in you in the emotional punching bag reach. What the other people in the world are not. People outside this reach don't feel it. They don't see it. They're not going to get the same version. You are behind closed doors in the house. That's all in the house. That's emotional punching bag, punching bag range right there. Marriage, kids, emotional punching bag range. Friends, sometimes you get emotional punching bag range. You know what I mean? Siblings, emotional punching bag range. So those is the people are going to take out their frustrations in life on everybody around them. Instead of working through our issues, we take it out on other people. It's easy. It's easier. You know what I mean? And when I know a lot of, another question I get about narcissism rage is, my narcissistic partner say them they get mad and do say do and say evil stuff to me that they don't remember. So y'all, if they don't remember what they something is it could that be true? Yeah, they can absolutely absolutely be true. But here's the point of that right here. If they can't remember what they say to you, that means they, they won't remember what they do to you. That means if they beat your ass and down there try to unalive you and send you to try to send you to meet God, they won't remember that either. So, so you're willing to tolerate that. That's not a that's not a flex to not remember the bad things you say and do to somebody. There's not a flex, and there's not you to make them feel. Oh, you didn't. Oh, you. Oh, this black eye I got. You don't remember it? No, I don't, I, I don't remember that one. Are you gonna tolerate that because they don't remember it, and they're not willing to go get help for it? Can you, will you go to therapy or go to anger management or something? No, I'm good. I, I just, you know, I just, I go to sleep. I, I think I just, um, I didn't like the end of the Ozark, and I just maybe I hit you because of that. Something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Some stupid ass reason. And sometimes narcissistic people. I was reading Dr. Romney's book. Um, should I stay or should I go? And it said, uh, she said, narcissist, narcissistic people, narcissistic personality disorder, and borderline. You can be narcissistic and borderline a person. I mean, not borderline, narcissistic and bipolar as well. So if, they, man, if you go into a manic, be manic, and go into a narcissistic, narcissistic rage at the, at the same time, you might have a narcissistic blackout where you do some crazy ass stuff to somebody, and if you don't remember it, guess what? If I, if I don't, this is how narcissists look at it. If I don't remember it, I'm not responsible. Yes, the hell we are. <laughs> but what you like, y'all, what you allow is what will continue. So if you're dealing with a narcissistic person, what you allow in this relationship is what will continue. Believe I don't I don't want to I don't allow them to hit me, but you allow it to continue if you stay with them. You see what I'm saying? If you don't call the police, you allow them to continue. And this is not me victim blaming. This is me trying to show that there's some you have to take some kind of responsibility while you're in this relationship. You have because if you keep blaming them, blaming them is easy. You have to look inward sometimes. It's like, why am I still here? Like, this is terrible. Why am I still here? You can't blame them for why you're still there because they're going to talk and they're going to do whatever they, they're going to talk and do and say whatever it takes to keep you there. But why are you staying there? It's a whole different scenario, a whole different question, a whole different, you know, it's a whole different line of question, a whole different, probably some, some, some tough answers, some tough uh, responses that you're going to have to have with yourself. But again, it's worth it. In the end, it's worth it. It just absolutely is, y'all. It's, it's worth it in the end. I promise you. So you have to take back your power, empower yourself by any means necessary in these circumstances. So in conclusion, live in-person meetup, July 23rd in Durham, North Carolina. Meet and greet, the last one in Virginia Beach with Ben Taylor, Raw Motivations went well. Um, this one will be in Durham, North Carolina, July 23rd at the Lakeside, no, um, Honeysuckle at Lakes, Lakewood restaurant in Durham, North Carolina from 3 p.m. until 6 p.m. It might go a little bit over, but it's fine. They say they don't have anybody else there. So come through, say hi, meet me in person. I don't bite. I'm a human being. It's going to be a fun time. It's going to be, you know, drinking. What are we going to have fun? We're going to meet and greet. It's a meet and greet. Come say hey. Me, Ben Taylor, Raw Motivations, Durham, North Carolina, Durham, 
right next to Raleigh, Raleigh Dorm, North Carolina, uh, July 23rd, 3 p.m. See you there. Thank you for tuning in again. Mental illness is out. Peace. Like and subscribe.